Then it asked us if we wanted to see him look out the window. Hmm. I think that was the point we all freaked out, packed up, and never went in that caravan again. Yeah, that's a good yeah. plan. <laughs> what happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? All right, welcome back, welcome back. Hello, fellow purveyors of the scary and the real. Uh, my name is JR, and over there on the ones and twos, we have uh, the illustrious Adam. Yeah, so good to be with you again here talking about paranormal, scary, real stories. This is Scary Real Pod. <laughs> and tonight, we're going to get into... You one of the old faithfuls when it comes to paranormal. Um, we are getting into Ouija. Did I say that right? Ouija? Ouija? I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I've always kind of maybe overpronounced the Ouija, like Ouija, but I don't think, I think it's just Ouija. And uh, anyways, um, regardless of how you prefer to pronounce it, we're going to talk about it. We've got a... a, a user submitted story uh that is uh really great um and i want to dive into that but before we do that we also have a couple shorter stories so the the shorter stories we have are reddit sourced um not that that's a bad thing uh but the cool thing about our our last story tonight is it's a uh it's a, a listener submitted story yes and we're very excited and very grateful uh, to our Reddit users for allowing us to use your stories and, and giving us permission. And then to our listener that was very kind to send uh, this story in. So we're, we've got three stories. Buckle in. We're talking Ouija for the next hour. So just sit down and, and <laughs> hang out. Pour yourself <laughs> a drink. Make sure yes. the lights are on. And, uh, yeah, let's get let's, into it. Let's go. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off here tonight. Um, so our first story tonight, like I said, is from Reddit uh, user uh, Cat Lady Gina, um, and uh, this one starts off. Cat Lady Gina says, "Back in high school, myself and some friends used to mess around with a Ouija board. We were like 15, 16 years old, and didn't really have much respect for it." My friend's parents owned the house next to theirs and used it as a workshop for her dad. Downstairs and upstairs they let us use for sleepovers. One story that sticks out in my mind is one night we were asking for anyone to come through. Silly teenage girl questions about crushes and shit. 
yeah, we were dumb. <laughs> well, the board, <laughs> I think we could all relate, right? You know, right. all done, done teenage stuff. Now, I don't have a, a Ouija board story because I would have crapped my pants. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, uh, well, the board started going off about some random name I can't recall now. 20 years later. We got a creepy feeling like we were being watched and went downstairs to get the pizza we ordered and go outside for some reason. All five of us were together and nobody was in the house alone at any point. We go back inside and notice the glass covers for the ceiling light was on the floor, not cracked or damaged at all. Which I imagine would it would have been had it fallen. We brush it off and pick it up and pick up the board again, having never properly closed the conversation. Suddenly things turned weird. Okay, so I do want to get into that. So uh, if you want like a full background of Ouija, I would say go check out the, uh, uh, gosh darn it. Um, what's that podcast we like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um, Astonishing Legends? Astonishing Legends did a yes. big in-depth, they got the history, they got some creepy stories, they got all that fun stuff. But my understanding is, for those who who are not skeptics, those who do believe in it, um, that it's probably not a good idea to just walk away from the board. You want to close the conversation. Right. Yes. Um, and I, so I was doing some, some kind of digging, I mean, nowhere near the level of Astonishing Legends. We love those that whole crew over there but uh we don't have that kind of research power or time um but i was just you know i i think we're very familiar with ouija in pop culture and you know maybe as a kid you had the the game from parker brothers or whatever but um i just dove a little bit deeper into it um and you know there's a lot of fascinating history so if you have a chance i would definitely go listen to astonishing legends and of course you know you can google um lots and lots and lots of information out there um, about the history and everything so um Mm -hmm. it's very fascinating definitely anyway so back to the the story here um she says we brush it off and pick up the board again having never properly closed the conversation Suddenly, things turned weird. Sexual messages came across, and a friend of mine swears to this day something or someone touched her inner thigh, grazing her crotch. Ugh. That's not creepy. Right. We immediately stopped and left the house. Went to the local Lutheran church. (laughs) She prayed and never stepped foot in that home again. Our friend, whose parents owned the house, thought we were just messing with her and didn't believe us, but still came with to the church. Oh, so they all went to the Lutheran church in the middle of the night? Man, that, I'm sorry, but I don't think, I don't think you're faking if it's night and you drag your parents to a Lutheran church. Right. Yep. You know, at least my parents would. They'd probably come, and then my, you know, just my dad would smack me around for being stupid enough to get on a Ouija board in the first place. So, <laughs> yes, but, yeah. yes. Uh, we go back to the house to get our bags because at this point we were all creeped out and had no intention of sleeping in that empty home. 
Things were out of place. Attic door was ajar. Overall, creepy AF. Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah. description. <laughs> yeah. Overall, creepy AF. God. We never guess. slept over in that house again. That girl still owns the board 20 years later and is convinced it's just a toy. Honestly, it's a bit of a weird attachment she has to it. I've never touched a Ouija board since. As I think of that experience every time the topic comes up. Sorry if it seems a bit incomplete or run on topic. 20 years have left some holes in my memory of the experience, but the main points still come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I just want to say, you know, Cat Lady Gina, thank you for sharing that and allowing us to use your story. And I would say, you know, for being 20 years ago, you've got a lot of details there. You know, you're, you're giving mm-hmm. us as much as you can uh, remember, and uh, we're really grateful for that. But also, I think uh, going back to the idea of, you know, not closing the board properly, um, you know, something we're going to see a little bit later is not playing with the board alone um all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff it does have an effect on people now it's it's interesting and whether you believe in it or not and the more you dive into it the more complex the the subject of ouija gets because of the history behind it and everything but um you know it's definitely something i think um whether you're a skeptic or however you kind of think about this kind of stuff, you know, it's worth it's worth a deep dive. Like, spend some time. Maybe don't go buy one just in case, but like, you know, just <laughs> like just research. Well, yeah, and I think so. Whether you believe that there's something with the board, there's something with the planchette, you know, you know, because people are going to point to who makes is it is it. Parker Brothers that makes them. So there's one of those companies. They own the exclusive rights. Like they're the only ones, or at least they they were. Uh, I don't know if if that patent or that that uh, those rights still hold. Right. Um. But I th- I believe they do because I believe it was marketed as a game. Right. So they they own the rights to it. They're the only ones that can produce them. Um. But prior to. The, the Ouija board that we know it to, of today, um, there were different things, you know, there were, there were planchettes on their own, you know, there was all kinds of different scrying tools that people would use to communicate with the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this just kind of combined a couple of those, there were a few of those in, into one thing. Uh, <clears throat> so whether you believe it's the board or not, you know, I, I think of it kind of like this, right? Like if you're opening yourself up to whatever that may be, whether you believe that's actually, you know, deceased individuals or demons or whatever, if you're opening yourself up to that side, it doesn't matter what tool you use, a Ouija board or just, you know, a planchette that you made, you know, whatever it may be. If you're opening yourself up, you're... You don't know what's going to come through every time. Right. And and I think that that's one of the things that, uh, you know, they, they talk about on Astonishing Legends and, and just kind of makes sense, I guess, from, I don't know, maybe just a logical standpoint. Um, but the, the idea that, uh, you know, you're opening a door, right? Whether it's with a Ouija board or a seance or whatever it is, you're opening a door. And if you just walk away, you're leaving that door open. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. You're not there to close it. You're allowing whatever want that whatever you know wants to right. to just come in. And I don't think that that's a good idea, whether that's physically in your home or, you know, spiritually with, with a, whatever, with a Ouija board or whatever. So, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. You know, you know, you and I grew up in a very religious, um, background and, in in, in, in the church and, you know, we were always warned against that stuff, right? We were warned against Ouija boards. We were warned against all those things. And we, we avoided them like the plague because, you know, we, that's, that's what good, you know, church kids did. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't have any experience with them, but I do have one thing that comes to mind. It didn't happen to me. It happened to you and a friend of ours after watching a, uh, a, a supposedly cursed film. Now I'm remembering. So yes, it was me and two of our two other guys who are mutual friends like the the four of us used to hang out all the time mm-hmm. and that's why i was like wait were you there but no i i, I want to say maybe you couldn't be there for some reason so doesn't matter uh, we watched children of the corn because at this point it's you know a semi-classic a little cheesy but you know we're just Horror in the we're, yeah yeah we're in the mood to watch some scary movies and we got a couple of them we got that and we got a couple others and what's now, funny is I don't we, I don't want to I don't want to step on your toes, but correct me if you're wrong. You guys had heard the rumors that it was cursed. Actually, no. Okay. Like we right. had not heard that at the time, so okay. we just like you know we were thinking, oh, everybody says it's kind of scary and whatever, and then so we turn it on and we start watching it, and um, and what's funny is is we didn't get very far into it because we were really bored funny okay. enough right so we just like we're like this we're not i don't know it's not scary to us it's not it's not hitting the mark so we um we shut it off and then we watched something else like another like horror movie that was not it was just like some random you know thing from from mid 2000s or whatever i think but nothing crazy um mm-hmm. and then separately each one of us had some kind of nightmare over the next couple of nights. Um, all like very different nightmares, but all sort of similar in like the feeling, you know, like that kind of like very vivid nightmare dream. Um, so we each had those and didn't talk about that until like a few days later. So then like it's, you know, it's a few days or a week later and we're talking about that. And, um, we just all kind of brought it up naturally. Like, man, I had this crazy nightmare. And they're like, oh, I did too. You know, like, and then we're like, sort of, we sort of start putting the pieces together because then we like talk to somebody else who filled us in more on like the film and how like, I, I don't really know much still to this day about Children of the Corn as, as far as like the film, whether it's got some urban legend stuff in the background. I have no idea. Um, but you know they were they were kind of filling us in on like how it's you know again are you opening a door or something are you you know um mm-hmm. maybe it may something else attached to it and i think the the premise of the film obviously is like some satanic you know uh, little kid cult that lives in the corn i mean hence the name but um but the, we even had a friend who like her parents had watched it in their house um, and, and like they were telling us this story. So her parents were watching it in their house one night 
like not real like it was an accident like it was just on cable or whatever and um she had just gotten home from work and was down in her basement and like someone called her name um i I don't remember what her name is but uh someone called her name and she was like yeah mom and like the next day her mom was like oh did you you know like were you calling for me last night she's like yeah why did you why did you call my name when i got home from work and she's like i didn't do that your your dad was sleeping you know like i wouldn't be like yelling through the house to wake you wake him up you know and um and so she goes and then she goes oh well someone called my name when i was in my room and i like i heard it for sure and she goes oh my gosh well we feel really bad because we had like accidentally watched children of the corn for a little bit last night and like so they like did the big i mean they're very religious people so they were like praying through their house and you know doing Mm. a cleanse and everything so again maybe i'll happenstance circumstance kind of thing you know but interesting story surrounding that and again like you said that, leaving yeah, the door kind of, open yeah and and if i remember right and, and i don't remember which one of you but i remember all three of you describing like the worst week like someone got a flat tire someone else had car trouble like everyone had multiple things go wrong yeah Yep. Didn't didn't one of you drop like a glass in the sink and cut your hand? Um yeah, uh not me, but yeah, one of the one of the guys his yeah. not his m- mom was doing dishes and like dropped a glass. It was like a wine glass and it shattered um and like cut her hand really bad. Um Yeah. And then like yeah, well, I think there at least one of us had car trouble, um you know, and like and I, I for sure had a nightmare, but I thought like there was something else that happened to me also. So like I, again, uh, I want to. I'm pretty sure you had got a flat. It could have been, yeah. So could have been for yeah. Sure. Anyway, I mean, it just not that it's the same thing, you know. I'm not, but the, kind of the story or the idea behind it is like the filmmakers like said some kind of curse over the film or something before they released it and. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's just an urban legend. What right? <laughs> but I don't think it matters because I think if you go in to it like going like, "Oh, this is like a satanic movie," but I'm still going to open myself up to it and watch it. You know, it could be you know Care Bears, but if you go <laughs> into it, you know, with that mindset of this is a satanic thing and you're opening yourself up to it, like, what are you really opening yourself up to? Right. right. I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I yeah. just, I think there's more, there's more going on than we'll ever know. So why tempt fate? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I fully agree. Yeah. That's uh, that's a good way to put it. And, and I think like is there something about the power of thought and the power of intention you know mm-hmm. like and so if you have if you have this like thing where it's like oh well uh, like you said i know this is opening myself up to something but i'm going to choose to do it anyways well you've you've subconsciously opened a door for something that may or may not even have a spiritual connotation but you definitely are allowing the intention of something in you know so it's a i don't know man Uh, there's a lot of mysteries of the universe and i don't i'm not Mm -hmm. saying one way or the other at this point but hey as as shakespeare shakespeare said good lord (laughs) and all my just trying to be smooth and sound 
intellectual just went right out the window. <laughs> That's good. It's it's good though. We cannot be that intellectual, so we have anyway. To- <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna quote Hamlet and say, uh, you know, there are more things in heaven and earth ratio than are dreamt of in your philosophy. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. So our next story, uh, once again from Reddit, uh, and the user is anonymous, says, uh, in high school, some friends and I used a Ouija board in a caravan on his farm property. So I'm assuming this is in the UK somewhere, because here a caravan is a Chrysler product. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, we set up candles and called the spirits all with a finger on the glass. Something came and the glass moved around spelling out random words and random letters that made no sense. We all accused each other of pushing the glass and messing around, so we asked the spirit for a sign. This is where it gets creepy. Immediately there was a crash on the roof of the caravan and one candle blew out at the same time. We have no idea what caused it. The caravan was not surrounded by trees, so it couldn't have been a tree branch falling. There was nobody else around for miles and no animals. We investigated it briefly, then came back into the seance. Okay, there's your first mistake. Yep. Why Why leave? Yep. That's a big bag of nopes. Yep. <laughs> uh, the spirit knew one of our names and made a series of creepy comments about being careful and watching us. It claimed it made the banging noise and blew out the candle. It claimed it died in a mine shaft in the area and often visits one of our homes. Then it asked us if we wanted to see him look out the window. Hmm. I think that was the point we all freaked out, packed up, and never went in that caravan again. Yeah, that's a good yeah. plan. <laughs> uh, I just... Um, that one, I mean, obviously it's very short, but that one really got me reading through it. Cause I'm just like, man, that is, you know, it's like, Hey, if you want to see me, just look at your window. And you know, like, I'm assuming it's kind of like one of those, like, you can kind of see the reflection of something, but there's no like physical thing there. It's just like, you know, kind of almost like, a somebody being reflected back through it from inside or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it kind of gave me a, a real creepy image, but also we're happy to share it, and and it's very very interesting. But I think you pointed it out again. You left, you you walked away, and you had asked for a specific sign. So like it gave you that sign, right? Like it mm-hmm. it interacted in a way that basically was very clear. Like oh, you want you want me to like tell you? Well, this is what's gonna happen then. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Now, one thing I do hope after, you know, just our whole long big discussion a second ago is that they they closed it out properly. Right. So. Yes. So we'll see. Right. Yeah, yeah. uh, Before we get into our third and final story, I just wanted to uh, say something 
that, uh, like we say every week, but we mean it every week. We love getting stories from you, um, and we really want to share them. So if you have a story, um, maybe it doesn't have to be about Ouija boards. It can be about any sort of experience that is paranormal, um, or it doesn't even have to be scary. I mean, I know the show is scary real, but it can be just an odd experience that you've had that you think is paranormal. Or even, um, or even funny. You know what? I mean, yes. who's, why do ghosts have to be serious all the time? Right. Right. <laughs> yes. We can use a good, funny, you know, funny experience. So if you have one of those, by all means, um, please share it. And uh, you, we can keep you anonymous. You know, like this, this past uh, story we just read, we can, um, we can share your handle, your Instagram name, whatever you want us to do. Um, and there is a multitude of ways to contact us now. We are all over the place. Um, yes. <laughs> so where, where can they find us, All JR? the things. Uh, so we are at uh, Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at ScaryRealPod. And we are on the, uh, the the TikToks, as the kids call it, uh, at Scary Real Pod as well. So it's just Scary Real Pod on all the things. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, caved to societal pressure and joined TikTok. <laughs> and yeah. now we are addicted. And, <laughs> and we both quit our jobs to be full-time TikTokers. So, <laughs> no... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so check out all of those socials. Um, we we you know yep. we post when we do the story. We post um, some random like short little video clips of just like previews of the episode or things like that to engage. Yep. The TikToks, of course, are a completely different medium, so uh, you'll yep. see stuff there that you won't see anywhere else. Although we might share those TikToks to our other socials. So mm-hmm. if you're if and you're like I'm not joining TikTok, you still might be able to see it. Yeah, and 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 if you are on there, um, be on the lookout for the scare house we're gonna start our own um <laughs> never mind no we're not <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where that was going but it was amazing i just i want it to be a thing now so <laughs> we're starting the scare house um, i think i think those pop up you know every uh every uh october you know there you go halloween so there you go there you go <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can, you can get on there and what we would love to see is engagement for the episode. So like you can comment on this week's episode and go, this is my experience with the Ouija board or, Hey, I had a friend who burned theirs and then we heard things happen, you know, um, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. But also if you want to submit a story, you know, you can shoot it to us, just slide up in our DMS and, you know, make it Mm -hmm. happen. And, uh, or you can also email us if you're an email person. Uh, but for sure it's just scary real pod at gmail.com very simple very easy to uh, to shoot us an email if it's kind of a longer story or something so yes, sir. Uh, uh yeah we're just we're so appreciative to all of you who have been engaging and watching our tiktoks and and commenting and stuff uh it's been really fun and we uh and our like our listens have just been going through the roof so you guys have been like downloading Phenomenal. and listening and we love you we appreciate it if you can the biggest thing you can do, like follow all our socials and talk and all that. The the biggest thing for a podcaster, especially a, a newer one like us, is to give us a rating on your preferred podcast platform, specifically iTunes, but we'll take one anywhere. Um, 
if you give us a five-star rating, if you give us a review of some kind and write something, uh, that that works wonders in the algorithm and helps people find us. So uh, we would uh, we would appreciate it. We will give you mad props on on the radio waves that are just a <laughs> podcast waves, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out just because we love you. So do it. Thank you and advance and uh, yeah, like you said, do it, do it hard. Yes, hit that subscribe button. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs>
push it or anything. You just let it move on just its own. Barely, yeah, <clears throat> kind of hover your hand over the top of it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I think she asked the question of, you know, uh, you're not supposed to play it alone. And I, I've, I've heard that in more than one case. So I don't think she's wrong on that. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so she, she goes on to say, um, she asked the board or the entity or whatever it was we were talking to when, when she was going to die. Um, that in particular to me is a question I, I would not want to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you're inviting again, intentional or whatever. You're sort of inviting a thing, inviting a, um, something there, mm-hmm. you know, um, anyways. Um, well, and, but that leads to a few things, right? It, right. It, if it is, if there is something communicating, are you getting an answer that you're eventually going to be a self-fulfilling, that's eventually going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Are you getting an answer just to get a rise out of you? Right. Or, you know, are you getting an answer... But then opening yourself up to something that uh, can eventually infect your life in a way that prematurely ends, ends your life. You know, so I don't know. There's just right. th- there's too many variables, and like you said, that's something that I definitely. It's not it's, uh, homie. Don't play that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So she goes on to say, I about crapped myself right then and there, uh, but then it started moving. And when it started moving, we started feeling a slight breeze. Not a strong gust of wind or anything startling, just a slow, steady movement of air. Almost a str- almost the strength that a small ceiling fan would produce. I even noticed it when the candles started to slightly flicker. But the answer, the thing that was talking to just her at this point spelled out a date um and uh they did specify they didn't want to give out the date uh, just to protect um this gal and her family's privacy um but this date would put her in her early 30s so you know they're in they're in high school this date is you know fast forward to to their 30s so Mm -hmm. as soon as it finished spelling out the date i felt this very dark emotion it was overpoweringly depressing and angry and anxious all at one time i can only speak for myself as i don't know what the others felt but then she lifted her hands off of the board and the candles blew out but i don't think it was due to the breeze that had filled the room because there were no changes to that i'm not sure it ever even went away honestly i can't remember I was terrified, and again, I can't speak for my friends, but I was just done. Nothing more happened with the board that night. No strange happenings, nothing that was out of the ordinary. She tucked the board away, and we kind of just pretended that it never happened. I think more as an attempt to block it from our memories. We never talked about it after that night. Um, So fast forward to the early 2010s, um, and uh, this girl that had asked when she was going to die, well, she died. And she died of hypothermia after being thrown out of a car she was riding in with her friends. They never, they never came back for her. It was the exact date that whatever was on the other side of the board had spelled out all those years ago. 
Um, our group of friends hasn't been together since school, which isn't surprising as life goes on after school, but I wonder if they were as chilled to hear of her passing as I was. I will never forget that as long as I live. Never have I touched a Ouija board since that day, and I never will. Wow. Um, I've read through that story a couple times, and I just... Um, there's, there's a lot there. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the thing I think that's so compelling is this gal remembers the date that the board spelled out. And like you said, is it just coincidence? Is it just, did you, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing? Um, I don't know, and I can't even speculate. And I don't really want to, but I, I, you know, I'm just, we're, we always try to sort of dive in a little bit, but... It's just um uh it's just crazy and it's yeah it's 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 disconcerting too right like like we talked about at the beginning why tempt fate yes uh, you know and and I, and I'm not I'm not trying to blame this girl for anything that happened to her um that's not my intention at all honestly I didn't even think about it till just now but you know for me I mean, it, it could be coincidence. I, you know, I'm sure there's enough people that mess with these things on a daily basis that something like that's bound to happen. Right. But, but then again, you know, is there really coincidence? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I and I don't. I don't know. I mean. I think that's one of the things we've really discovered while we've been doing this show is um, for all the ways that we think we know or all the things we think we we understand, this show and these stories keep telling me over and over again, oh, I actually don't know and I really don't understand. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, which is good because then it then it allows me to just keep a little bit of open um, open-mindedness towards all these experiences in these stories. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I'm going to get off on a little bit of a tangent here, but okay. I, I think it ties back and I want to get into it. Um, so I, I was recently listening to a podcast from a very, very famous podcaster, probably the biggest in the world. You can guess who it is, um, has on, you know, a wide variety of people from all walks of life all over the place. And he was talking to a, I believe he's a he's he's a physicist, but I don't know you know if it's theoretical or applied or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and this guy was talking about quantum entanglement, which you and I have you know talked about in the past. How right. you know if you, there's there's atoms on different parts of the country, and you know you move one, and the other one moves, and you know and and they're they're connected in a way that we don't fully understand, um, but, but you know there's there's a connection there. And he was saying people use this quantum entanglement, this, this, it's not a theory anymore. I mean, it's, it's, we, we can see it happening, uh, physically, you know, um, and we can see the effects of it and we can measure it and all those things. And he says, you know, you can do the math and you can see it. And he says, people, what I don't like is people use it and they, they try to use it to explain, you know, these things that we don't understand or, you know, they turn it into like the, uh, you know, the, the, the paranormal or whatever. I, not his exact words, but that's what he was getting at. Mm, okay. But then, and 
the, almost the same breath, he goes on to explain that they don't know the why and they don't necessarily know the how. They can see that it works in the math, but they don't understand the how. And we're talking about like literally the smartest people on the planet, you know, like, like physicists and stuff. And you can do the math. You can see that it works. We can see that they're connected. We can see, you know, the atoms move on different, you know, in, in real time, different parts of the world and, and all these things. But we don't know how. Right. But but it doesn't mean that the the oogie boogie, the, you know, the weird, the whatever, um, the boogeyman, whatever you want to call it, doesn't mean any of that is real. I'm sorry. You just admitted you don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, 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 you know what that says to me is whether it was something from heaven or earth or hell or whatever, whether it was a, a spirit coming through, whether it was just her own curiosity reaching through time, mm. you know, and, and saying, you know, when am I going to die? And, you know, that quantum entanglement reaching through time and giving her that date. Who knows, right? We don't know how it works. I know I sound crazy right now, but shit. I mean, it's no crazier than atoms on polar opposite ends of, or, you know, sides of the, the freaking planet moving at the exact same moment. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I think you, you really just circled, circled that big, picture that we've sort of been painting and and like really zoomed in on it because we always i think and pop culture has done this to us that we assume that it's like ah it's a spirit or it's the devil and i'm not saying all of those things aren't theoretically possible um you know some sort of spiritual entity that's manipulating things and talking through a, a spirit board or something um but like you said there's other potential and possibility there of it being um qu quantum entanglement or or something else a future uh you know presence of herself that was able to manipulate a a, a physical uh piece for a moment i mean there's things about the world that we still don't understand. And if some of these physicists and and some of the smartest people on the planet still don't know how some of this stuff works. Yeah, we can do the math, but we still don't get how it works or why. It just does. And if that's the case, then I'm then I think I think it's easy enough for me to say, well, um I I I'm just willing to accept that this story is number one. I, I trust the source it's from, um, you know, I don't, I don't think mm -hmm. anybody is out to just like, ah, we're going to write this crazy story. I mean, it's a, it's, you know, it's a great story, but, um, well, once again, it's like we talked about in, in past weeks, if you're going to write a scary story, you could write a lot scarier shit than that. I mean, sure. Not sure. that that's not scary, but you know, but you'd certainly embellish it, right? You'd, you'd be uh, tossing oh, yeah. in yeah. some, you know, Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so I, I trust the source and I trust the story. And on top of that, um, you know, I'm just, I gotta, you know, whether you call it coincidence or whatever, there's a factor and a thing that is connecting those dots in that specific date. And she did pass away. Um, and in a pretty tragic 
situation too. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, all things considered, we don't know what that is, and we're not here to really figure that out. But it is it is worth discovering and talking about, and and then also for people to engage in and go, you know, you could share your theories. I mean, now is you know now that you've heard the story, if you're listening, now is your time to dive in and and share your thoughts, your experiences. Maybe you know somebody else that had a very similar like thing happen where they asked it a question that was really related to a date or a time of something and then it happened. You know, I'd be fascinated to hear more about that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and and I'm not I I wasn't trying to discount that this was paranormal. Oh no, yeah. At all. You know, my my point, my idea behind it is that, you know, what we call paranormal maybe someday might be able to be explained by science. You know, I don't I don't know. I you know, everyone brings up the example that once upon a time, um, y- you know, the what what we now know as science was called magic, you know, because we just didn't understand it, you know. And yes. And somebody yeah. who who kind of did, you know, used it to, to manipulate people or used it as a magic trick. Well, it doesn't mean that the opposite isn't true, right? Right. It doesn't mean that what we try to explain away with science isn't just a spiritual realm that we don't understand right now, you know, coming through. So yeah, I don't know, man. I just, For me, growing up in the church, growing up religiously, and then, you know, I think one of the things that happens a lot with the Bible and Christianity in particular is the things that are uncomfortable, the things that are hard to explain, it's kind of 50-50, right? Some of the things that are hard to explain, we just chalk it up to miracles. Right. And then some of the things that are hard to explain, they just don't talk about. How often, I, I, you know, I mean, there's there are stories. There's, is it uh, Saul, King Saul, in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, who consults a, a witch? Yep. To to have a seance, and the Bible flat out says, like, you know, uh, the person that he wanted to contact like came through and was like, what are you doing? You know, like, yeah. why, why yeah. are you doing this? You know, you're not supposed to do this, you know? And okay. Well, that literally just told me, you know, if you're, if you're a Bible believer, that literally tells you that that's a thing that can happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, he, he wanted to consult with Solomon, who was considered one of the wisest men, you know, that had ever lived and so he went to a witch. The witch brought Solomon back from the dead. And Solomon was like, why did you bring me back? This is wrong. It's a fascinating story that's recounted in scripture. And and we don't, I mean, I remember hearing about that in church and being like, whoa, wait a minute here. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we, we think that that is just horror movie stuff or just, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, sci-fi series or something. But all of a sudden it happened, you know, it happened according to you in, in real life in scripture and you kind of ignore it or you just sort of like, you know, pretend like that's not interesting at least, you yeah. know, like yeah. it's like a it's Bible just, story, they, but you're like, yeah. what? 
they gloss over that part and and then you know tie in whatever they want to tie in to the scripture or, or in the scripture to their you know moral that they're they're trying to communicate that day and i'm not saying that you know these pastors or these people have nefarious you know uh intentions or anything right. like that but why are we not talking about that right well and and i would i would venture a small guess to say maybe they're partially like just intimidated by the thought of it in terms of like well we don't actually know how to answer that so for a bunch of like punk ass you know like middle school kids hearing that story you might gloss over it because you're gonna be like man i don't i don't have the answer for this and i really don't like i don't know what to tell these you know these idiot kids who are just like waiting to get out of here so they can go have a donut or something you know like it so they're just like well i don't know it's weird it happened but anyways we got to keep moving on so you know i mean i get that they're like you're saying it's not necessarily nefarious it's just i don't know how to answer it any better than you do so um mm-hmm. and i don't want to look like i don't know what i'm talking about so this is just the way it is you know um but it is i think that's the thing is we are so quick to look for the easiest explanation the most common sense thing and the most like i think the thing that brings us comfort because anything that steps outside of the bounds of what we understand is then a very like big challenge for us you know in the long run like because it confronts that comfort and reality that you're so used to Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, the Bible's full of that stuff. I mean, you know, and, and, and it, yep. most other religions are too. I mean, we just know the Bible cause that's what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I mean, there's talking donkeys, there's, you know, uh, there's like, um, floods happening of course, but there's, uh, you know, people turning into pillars of salt and there's, there's, uh, plagues and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. And it's all supernatural and it's all, you know, we accredit that to God or the devil, but other cultures and religions have very similar stories that they were relating to, you know, uh, certain uh, Greek gods or whatever. And it's like, you see a familiar trend of, we don't know what to call it, so this is what we're going to call it, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe maybe in the long run, Ouija boards, you know, because one of the things when you look into a little bit of the research is, is they, you know, they got popular um, late 1800s. Um, by uh there was a it was commercially introduced by a a businessman named elijah bond um but it before that um before that um uh you know it was popular in kind of just different spiritualist circles and stuff like that it was kind of a parlor game so what whether again whatever we think the uh, the entities on the other side or what you're contacting is it's been around a long time and you're entering into messing with it in some fashion with with some expectation of something happening, mm-hmm. um, which is at that point you you are saying one way or the other that you kind of want something to happen, so you might make it happen, or you might with your intention allow something to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things they talk about is the. Uh, um, I'm going to say this wrong, um, idiomotor phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Um, it's basically you make motions unconsciously. And they think a lot of people have studied 
Ouija boards and said that that's what's happening is you're unconsciously moving. Um, uh, Penn and Teller, if you're familiar with them, they have a great sketch all about Ouija boards. It's very fascinating. Um, if you're in, if you're into Penn and Teller and their kind of humor, I would be, I would suggest checking that out. But the point is, is that whether you're unconsciously doing it, whether it is uh, sort of persuasive movement or somebody messing with you it, it, it doesn't really matter at this point there's enough stories out there and i think enough of us have heard and read and discovered these stories over time of things happening that are outside the bounds of explanation and uh ouija boards are fascinating and uh, and boy they're kind of frightening well, sometimes yeah and, and here's kind of my thing right why can't both be true right sure why can't I, I i think too many people it's it's all or nothing right and and i don't that i don't understand i think too many people look at it as it's it's either all real and then and there's another group that says it's all fake right why why can't it be and 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 then, you know, you start getting into the Penn and Teller stuff and, you know, and the, these different phenomenons. Why can't some of it, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm almost positive some of it's fake. You know, there's some jackass at the party who's, you know, pushing the thing around. Right. And then, and then there's probably times that it's all real. Sometimes it might be a combination of the two. You know, why, why can't it just, why can't it be a, a, a plethora of things, right? Yes. You know, yeah, I'm sure that phenomenon that you're talking about is a thing. Like, I, I'd be willing to bet that that's real. You, you know, like, well, I mean, it almost certainly is real. Like, it's been studied and proven. But that doesn't right. mean it's always true. Yes. In yes. every circumstance. You know, I mean, kind of getting back to what I was talking about with, with that physicist is one of the things that bothers me. You know, as he's sitting there and he's he's saying, you know, you can't use this science and to say that these things are connected. Well, why not? Because you just admitted in the very next breath or within the same breath that you don't know what's true and what's not and why things happen. You know, like, why is it that the only way things are viewed is magic is science that we didn't understand? Well, why can't science be actual magic and we just don't understand it yet you know right who's to say that there won't come a time where we go oh shit there really is a spiritual realm right yes you know yeah man and, exactly. and we find a way to 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 measure it or to validate it or verify it you know i don't know yep i don't know definitely man so yeah, I just don't I don't like to deal in absolutes. Right. Well, and I think you know, I I just I'm with you on that. I don't love to just say this is 100% the way it is. There is no room for um for error or adjustment or anything, you know. And part of that is as adults and with kids especially, it's like, no, there's going to be room for error here. Like, because I'm going to get some of this wrong and then have to readjust and come back and be like, hey, I said that wrong and uh, that wasn't accurate. You know, and yeah. um, and even, I mean, 
there are things where you absolutely want to be exact and it's a science and it's a um you know it's an it's not artistic necessarily it's more rudimentary not rudimentary that's not the right word uh skilled um perfectly designed you know you're you know engineering um <laughs> it's super important uh you know measurements and stuff uh when you're construction and all those those types of things it's like no this is specific designs and measurements that you have to get right that's the kind of absolutes i can get behind but when it comes to this metaphysical stuff and when it comes to spiritual stuff when it comes to you know even like understanding the connections between emotional and um you know and physical bonds and all that kind of stuff and how you know like when you meet someone and you're like oh man i feel like i've met you before but but i know i haven't you know so it's like is mm-hmm. there a previous life is there a you know um mm-hmm. and and you're just like and and sometimes it's just the energy of a person where you're like i kind of dig this person's vibe like they're you know like i mean there's a reason you and i have been best friends for however long you know yep. like we we feed off each other each other's energy well does that mean we met before in some other world of life i have no clue and but i just i can't say an absolute no it doesn't you know like i have no yep. no clue so yeah anyways well and you know and you and i've talked about it i mean I'm sorry, but there's too many coincidences in our life, you know, to for them to be coincidences. You know, like it's yes. just there's too many things that have happened. I'm I just don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You and I have not lived in the same town for over a decade. Do you realize that? Yeah. Yep. We've yeah. We've we've almost been apart as long as we were together, or maybe maybe longer at this point. I honestly don't know. You know, then we were together as friends, right? Right. My point is, most of what's happened has been when we've lived, you know, eight ten hours of, apart from each other. Right. Now it doesn't mean that we don't talk. Doesn't mean that we're not. You know, we we. We, we're not friends anymore or anything like that. You know, we still talk. We still hang out when we can and stuff like that. But m- my point is, is there's so many things that have happened and still happen to this day that it's there. There's, you know, and there's a synchronicity. There's a, there's a thing that's happening. Right. And, and there's probably a lot of them that we never talk about because we don't put, you know, it just doesn't come up for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it like like we I think we said in a previous episode, it's probably like some of it's really small things, and that's why we wouldn't talk about it because it's like it wouldn't be anything mm-hmm. out of the ordinary for either one of us. But then to like that, like you said, the synchronicity of it to come together, and so <laughs> it's just there's there's more in this world. I, I love the Shakespeare quote. I'm not yeah. going to try to say it because I won't say it right, but the it was good. And I just, there's more to it than what we mm-hmm. see. And, and the minute we start to feel like we've got a handle on it and this is the way it is and there's no way it's anything else, we're probably wrong. So it's best yeah. to just have a little room for error there. So yep. there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. There it is. Yep. There it is. And it's so good, man. That's so good. Um, 
I, I guess my final word of advice to anybody that is maybe interested in messing with a, with a Ouija board, I would say, I'm not saying don't do it ever I'm, or something. I would say go into it with a, a healthy amount of respect, you know, um, yeah, and maybe... I think that's you know, a maybe, good way to put it. Right. Maybe leave your skepticism at the door a little bit so that you're not, you're not like going at it with a with a bad intention or something you know give it a, give it respect give it its due thing and you might experience nothing um make sure you close the board or whatever you're supposed to do do some research on that because i don't know how to tell you to do that but just make sure you're doing the things the right way maybe be careful about the kinds of questions you ask all that stuff you know um i think i think you said it perfectly just go into it with some respect yeah. Whether you believe it's real or not. Right. Show some respect. Yeah. 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 Because when you walk away from it, who who did that hurt? Right. How did, the, you know, did that put you out in any way? No. No. It didn't. Exactly. And, it, and it's, you're not turning your back on something and leaving a door open you didn't mean to open. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, but uh, otherwise, I'm uh, so grateful to all three of our stories and um, the our people submitters. that shared them. It's yep. great, it's awesome, and um, and they're they're all really good. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Check us out. We're Scary Real Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can email us. Find us on Reddit. We're in the boards there. Um, you know, interacting when we can. So uh, please. Let us know what you think. Yeah, Drop we check a, all of them daily. So yeah. if you have a story you want to share, if you have a comment, a suggestion, I mean, you know, we know we know we're a couple of you know jag off friends that just talk about stuff we don't fully understand. But you know, I mean, that's the internet age. So <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. And everybody so, but, has a podcast. Yeah. Give it, <laughs> Yeah, give us your opinion on it. Uh, we're we're open to that, and you know, if if the spirit moves you, please, please leave us a uh, and a review on um, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Uh, you know that that will do us the most good, and uh, you know, hopefully soon we'll have something that we can we can share with you, um, something that uh, you know you can have. And we can get a little bit of monetary gain, you know, to help cover some of these costs. And um, if it never gets there, that's okay. We're going to still keep telling these stories because uh, we've said it once. We've said it a million times and we'll say it again. We love stories. Absolutely. 100%. So, uh, as Adam said, you know, scare real pot on all the things. And uh, remember, be good to yourself. And be good to others. We'll see you next week.